Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast today. Today is a important day, as today is now March 12th, and this is around 6 o'clock. Um, I want to announce that the show is going to be continuing on a more daily basis as we will be giving coronavirus updates to the sports world. We thank all of the people that are currently working on funding a cure and all of the executives that have made decisions to better help the future of the human civilization by deciding to keep people home. It is important that as a community, as a uh, people, and as a country, we stay strong throughout these tough times because it shows the best in all of us as human beings. Now, let's get to today's feature presentation as we talk about the new sports world post-announcement of the suspension of all sports leagues. Today has been one of the most unprecedented and saddest days in sports history. The sad and honest truth is that at the end of the day, the sports leagues being canceled is the best thing that is um, going to happen. It's very sad because people are brought together by the things that make a sport a sport. The things that bring people together are the things that it's brought everyone together is the love and the compassion of teams players, and sports. And people will argue that this is good. This is good and this is bad. The problem is that at the end of the day, this is the best thing for not only the league, but for us as humans because we need to 
cleanse ourselves of this virus, this disgusting thing. And this best way to do it is to, as a community, work together. And we can come to the agreement that the postponement of the NBA and the NHL, as well as the postponement of the start of the MLB and cancellation of spring training altogether, is great. We cannot have thousands of people that are in those leagues combined suffer, as well as the reporters and the executives, the front office managers, the fans. On a daily basis, on an average MLB game, there's more than 40,000 fans for a strong fan base. For the NHL and the NBA, it's about closer to 20,000, a little under. That's not including all of the security, the teams, the team uh, managers and stuff, as well as the same thing in baseball. You add those factors together, you've got a lot of people in one area, and all it takes is one person. The idea of cancellation of fans being there doesn't work for owners because the revenue of fans being there is what is their revenue. It's how they make their money. Season ticket holders would get their money back. Game tickets would not be sold, and they would lose money. And owners did not want to do that. And the more important thing is you can't put anyone at risk. And it just felt as a great thing to do is to postpone the league. Now, this was as of Monday this week, so February 9th. I'm sorry, March 9th. We get now to March 11th, and one of the craziest days in my life for sure, as well as today. I'm sitting there in school around 6th period, which is about 12 to 12.45, and I see on my phone that they have decided that um, some teams should start to play without fans, and the first ever basketball game without fans was going to happen, and it was going to be the Nets at the... Uh, Warriors at the Warriors' new stadium. I'm sorry, arena. Yeah, so yesterday, Columbus Blue Jackets announced that they would not play any more home games without fans, as well as the Sharks due to Santa Clara putting pressure on them. And I'm sitting there watching Survivor. For those of you who watch Survivor, I was watching uh, kind of a little late, but not too late. It was still live-ish. And I get an alert from on my phone and a text from my good buddy saying the Jazz and the uh, Rock, I'm sorry, the Oklahoma City Thunder have left the, the court minutes away from tip-off. And I explained, you know, maybe it's just some technical difficulties they're trying to figure out. And he said, no, the team doctor apparently rushed onto the court. Later, it's known that uh, the team doctor officially did. And the teams would not be playing that night. And this was before we knew anything. And I thought that was pretty crazy. And it was due to coronavirus fears, but that was the beginning. Then the bombshell. And I I can't remember the exact time the bombshell was dropped. To be honest, it's, it's been a crazy thing. But... 
the bombshell basically got dropped at like I'm trying to think now because um it was huge huge but it was about 21 hours from 7 ish so around 9 o'clock let's go with roughly it was announced that Rudy Gobert had had the coronavirus and from there on, the NBA suspended the season and will use the hiatus to determine the next step follow, uh, following. And then the world shit their fucking pants. It became the biggest thing ever. Everyone decided to shit their pants and start going crazy. And it became the biggest thing ever. Like, I've ever seen. So... At around 9 o'clock, right before then, I want to bring in some politics. I'm not going to get political, um, but uh, Donald Trump, President Trump, excuse me, issued a national address to the nation. And in the address, he mentioned numerous things, including a travel ban on Europe for 30 days, and that the World Health Organization announced it as a uh, officially a pandemic, which is a, a big deal for those who care like that, but we knew it was a pandemic. So now it's not just the coronavirus, it's a coronavirus pandemic, much like the swine flu years ago in 2009, that you could make a case relate to this, but this is nothing like we've ever seen before. The NBA, the MLB, the NHL, the NFL did not stop play, they did not stop offseason, they did not stop drafts. The NHL issued a statement that it, they would be regarding the incident tomorrow at around 1 o'clock. Reports said early, but the point was that the games that were scheduled tonight would continue. My Rangers played. I watched my Ranger game thinking it was the last of the season, which now knowing it is. Uh, Rudy Gobert has now tested positive, meaning the NBA had to do a bunch of tests. And then right before we knew anything about what would happen today, earlier this morning, Donovan Mitchell was the second player to be uh, contaminated with it. Although I saw some reports that it was Emmanuel Moutier that had it as well, which if that's true, I'm uh, I'm sorry that I didn't say he was second or just a second ago. I don't, I can't confirm Emmanuel Moutier, can confirm Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. Um. The NHL then announced that it would be suspending operations of this NHL season coming up for a while. They asked the owners of the stadiums and the governors to have the owner uh, this the arena availability past mid June, which in a sense means that since there's about a half a month left of the season, maybe a little less, plus playoffs, which usually go from April to June, maybe May, it would start back up towards the end of April. And now I'm going to do a quick rundown. The Blue Jackets, the Sharks, because of Santa Clara, which is the county they play in, announced they would play with no fans, and then the Bombshell. I was currently watching Survivor, and 
I stopped to watch President Trump's announcement of the travel ban to Europe for 30 days, the whole thing that he had. And we're getting a Fox News report and a CNN report, an ABC report um, on three different TVs that the NBA had a game that was stopped due to coronavirus. Now, my buddy had texted me, and I had not seen it because I was watching the TV and my phone was on silent, and I just continued to watch, uh, not bothering, but his text was very important. He actually called me, and that's when I found out that the bombshell of the night is Rudy Gobert had been tested positive with coronavirus. And following suit, the NBA decided to suspend the rest of the regular season or postpone it for now and take a hiatus to determine the next steps, which, in my mind, again, is one of the smartest things that you could do. Um, then, minutes later, uh, the NHL issued a statement saying uh, that it would not be uh, continuing this talk today, and they will address it, to- it tomorrow. The NHL games went on. I watched my Rangers. Uh, they lost through two to the Avalanche in overtime at around 12.30 Eastern time. Um, uh, then we hear that Donovan Mitchell was either the second or third player to get the coronavirus. Emmanuel Moutier is the reported second player, but I cannot confirm Emmanuel Moutier. It was one report, and I cannot confirm. Um, if all three of them have it, I am deeply sorry that this happened, and I wish you all the best in your healthy and speedy recovery as well as to the family and the victims, of course, which we'll get to at the end of the episode. Um, then it was announced that the NHL would suspend operations for a while. They had asked the owners to potentially play game, uh, have the arena open mid past mid-June. Mid-June is like kind of when the draft is, so it's a little shocking for people. Um so we were thinking all of these things now. Uh, and the NFL offseason will continue. The draft is still oh, – I'm sorry. The free agency is still going to be next Wednesday, which we'll talk about in depth at a future time. Um, the XFL, I just saw, announced that they will be uh, canceling the rest of the regular season to this coronavirus. Um the sports world has collapsed as a whole. MLS, uh, NCAA canceling their league's seasons um, for now. Um, post no March Madness. This is going to go down as 2020, the year of the non-sports champions. And yes, Kansas City won, but there is a possibility, and I want to keep this in mind, that the MLB do not play on the now-scheduled April 9th opening day. It is now apparent that the NHL and the, and the NBA might not play for a while. It's it's a sad thing. It's a possibility. I don't think it's going to happen. I think we're gonna, it's going to die down and we're going to be able to play. But this is unprecedented. 
No league has ever canceled its own season because of a virus. It is one of the most shocking things that the rapid spread and the way that it was reportedly started. It's it's a whole thing that you can get into at a different time with your family members, but and I'm saying this now as to anyone, uh, politics should be taken out of this. I will not be talking about my political stance when talking. Hold on, I'm sorry. I have a stuffy nose. I'm not sick. It's allergies, and my I don't even know. I'm I'm fine. I promise. Those are there's some people that are like, oh yeah, he's fucking fucking sniffling over there. He doesn't have corona. If I had corona, I'd fucking let you know immediately, and. Uh, it would be a, a big deal to me. I don't have corona. I don't, I'm not sick. It's a little bit of the allergy seasons. I don't have a cough. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm joking. It's just nose nose a little stuffy, which was multiple weeks ago. It's been like this for weeks. Anyway, as I was saying uh, a few seconds ago, uh, I actually don't remember now, but... We'll move on. Uh, I'll, I'll remember it in the middle of uh, rambling, I guess. We could talk about it. But, oh, politics should be taken out of this. I would, I'm not going to share my political stance on the president of the United States, nor do I suggest that it should be involved in sports. But I do co- uh, clap it up, Jason Garrett, and I do commend the NFL for... Um, acknowledging the two leagues and now taking the measures to potentially do that. And I commend the three leagues that canceled their season in hopes that the virus does not spread amongst its fans and its players and we can help fix the problem of this coronavirus and cure it and stop the spreading. Um, I'm going to get into uh, some of the smaller things now about this the disease and stuff. Um, it's affecting everything. Uh, Staten Island is uh, being affected currently of New York City, which is where I live. There are five cases on Staten Island with 95 across New York City. That is confirmed by Staten Island Live. Um... Costco near me, where I live, is packed. The world is packed. And as Andrew Cuomo said, this is going to get much worse before it gets better. And Staten Island uh, uh, Catholic elementary schools will be closed next week. Catholic schools are done. Uh, St. Teresa's is another school here. They're all closed. There's many schools closing. There's many around the world. And I'm talking about mainly New York because it's the biggest state that this is being affected other than Washington. You can make a great case for As it's got the death, sadly, it has the death rate highest. Um, New York is being affected. Uh, they've issued a, a state of emergency. 
And uh, I want to just say for anyone out there listening in the United States of America, whether you're from Hawaii, Alaska, Maine, Florida, middle Kansas, or New Yorker, anywhere, any of the 50 states, or Puerto Rico, anywhere, I this problem is not going to get better if we're fighting against each other. We need to join together. And this is not political fighting. I'm talking about everything fighting. Rivalries. This person did this, that, nothing. Studies show that school rates of fights in New York have dropped 57% from the previous week. From the previous year, it was much more. I'm sorry, uh, previous weeks, much more. It is progressively getting to a point where kids are realizing that we have much better things to fight against. And we have things to worry about other than a little beef. So that's the story of, uh, of what's going on outside the sports world. For those who, you know, you, you came here to talk sports, I'm sorry. Your sports have been postponed for a little bit. Your sports have been postponed, and there are people out there, and I know them, they're, they're right there, that think this is the dumbest thing ever. And I have to ask you, what if it was your family that got sick because of this? And they were at risk of dying. Would it be okay then? No. So why should these men and women who play these sports put their lives on the line just for your entertainment? And they shouldn't have to do it at all. There should be no one inside those arenas. There should be security Guards outside, no one inside. This is an active scenario, a situation, not just in China, not just in Japan, not just in the United States, but the world. The world. So we need to work together as a, not a nation, no. As a community, no. As the 8 billion that are on this planet. The world. For those who are sports fans, the honest truth is I don't have an update. There's no timetable for when this is going to come back. It could be a while. It could be tomorrow. It could be in 20 years. It could just be in a couple months. No timetable. Because you can't tell when a disease is going to die out. It could die out tomorrow. Let's say they find a magnificent cure. It's going to take a year at least for it to get out and re, uh, duplicate it. But right now, no. So let's group together. Let's band together. And let's be a nation, a country, and a civilization. 
I want to mention one more thing before I end today's video. I know it's a little shorter than usual. Those who are suffering from the coronavirus, we have our deepest consultants. We don't understand the pain. And yes, you can make the case, but we do understand. No. This is something we've never seen before. And uh, it's a very sad thing. We are here for you. I'm going to be talking to you. You stay strong. And you get through this. Like we all will. For those who are affected by this, we say, please stay safe. And hopefully soon we can continue to do the things that we've done. Let's thank, let's thank the God, the gods, or no God, that we're here today. And let's pray that there will be a moment in time. There will be time in the world where we are living in a stronger community. And we're together. I'm going to play a song to sing me out. Ladies and gentlemen, please stay strong. Thank <laughs> you.